Support for Docs Outside the Box comes from Set for Life Insurance. Set for Life means set for less. Their clients get access to the largest portfolio of discounts and unisex rates available nationwide. Check them out at setforlifeinsurance.com and tell them Dr. Darko sent you. Welcome to Docs Outside the Box Podcast. This is your official show, looking inside the minds of cutting edge and innovative doctors. Think you'll find these stories in any medical textbook? Sorry, you're getting real live insight from men and women pushing the envelope beyond medicine. Ordinary doctors doing extraordinary things. Let's start now with your host, Dr. Nee Darko. Hey docs, are you looking to learn how to become a physician leader? Then Physician CEO is for you. Physician CEO is an accelerated business immersion program designed for physicians and developed by MBA faculty from the Kellogg School of Management at Northwestern University. So learn more at www.physician-ceo.com forward slash D-O-T-B. Everybody, what's good? This is your host, Dr. Nee Darko. Thank you again for joining me, for tuning in for another episode of Docs Outside the Box. Going to do things a little bit differently on this episode. So I'm sitting here doing the rest of the episodes, my interviews for the rest of the year, realizing that it is my birthday. I am turning 40. Actually, I have turned 40 already and I have a lot to be thankful for. But one of the things that I do is that I work really hard and sometimes I push it a little bit too hard. So this episode was supposed to come out on Sunday evening, Monday morning, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to enjoy the rest of my Sunday with my family and, you know, just kick it. And during that time, I actually had an opportunity to really start to think about things in general. And I wanted to share it with you all because I think sometimes, you know, we talk about all the great things or all the good things that are going on in our life. And we don't really share the reality or really share the day-to-day things that occur, the highs, the lows. And oftentimes there are, you know, just some mediocre days or there's some low days that we don't necessarily share with you all. We just share like our major accomplishments and maybe sometimes a little bit of our fear. So I want to take this opportunity to do an update with Docs Outside the Box. And I'm not sure exactly what number I'm on. Let's just say it's update 4.0 for 40. And you know, I just wanted to start this off by saying that when I started this show two and a half years ago, I guess at the time I was 37 or 38, something didn't really seem right about my trajectory in which I was working with my career. As you already know, if you follow me, if you know my story, if you go to the website, I wanted to be a physician at a very early age and just kind of did everything that you were supposed to do, jump through all the hoops, you know, made sure that none of the hurdles got to me. And once I got to the point where I got all the degrees and the credentials, I really never took the opportunity to stop and smell the roses. And I just didn't know if I would be cool with not really being able to express, explore, find out what my other passions are in life. And don't get me wrong, I really enjoy being a physician. I love it. I love my patients, just like Dr. Dre says, but I also have learned to love myself, learn the things that you know make me me also make me the husband the father the brother the friend to so many people out there and then also at the same time you know two and a half years ago i wanted more control of my money which is why i started listening to podcasts in general which is why i started listening and reading 
vlogs and podcasts on personal finance. And I just realized that I just thought about things differently. And I just wanted to be very unapologetic about that. And, you know, over these past two and a half years, it's been really a whirlwind tour. It's been a lot of highs, very small lows. And I wanted to talk to you all about the lows that I've just started to realize right now from a macro standpoint. And it's things that you wouldn't expect, but I want to send a shout out to people right now who are listening. And if you understand what I'm going to be saying, if this resonates with you and you're like, oh, I get it, shout out to you. Reach out to me, send me an email or you know, reach out to me through social media, you know, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. It's Dr. Nee Darko throughout all of those social media platforms. But let me know if this resonates with you. So some of the mistakes that I've made, some of the things that I realized shortly before I turned 40. So we're talking about months before I turned 40 was the biggest thing was my health. I just realized that because I like to work really hard, I am basically a workaholic. The two biggest things that I was working on, obviously, was my job, um, spending significant amount of hours, oftentimes close to 100 hours a week, trying to be the best surgeon that I can be, reading, operating, all of that stuff that I'm very passionate about, I still do that to this day. And as a matter of fact, I actually work more hours as a trauma surgeon, as an independent contractor than I did as an employed physician. Go figure. But I'm a little bit more happier with that though. So I could save that for another episode. But not only that also, you know, there are times when I'm working on this podcast, when I'm working on the locum tenants business, Equal Access Health. Make sure you guys go to the website and check it out. You know, it's really working balls to the you know what wall all the time, 365, not really taking any breaks. And I realized that I had gained mad weight. Like I was overworking myself. I wasn't taking care of myself physically. And for me, I'm five foot 10 and I was really close to 200 pounds. Like we're talking about like three or four pounds from 200 pounds. I have never been that heavy ever before. And a lot of it had to do with. I wasn't watching what I was eating. I was sleeping really crazy hours and just not really spending as much time really just focusing on, you know, the physical aspects of being as healthy as possible. And like I said to you all before, you know, this is a big deal. Like I'm someone who I ran track in high school, I ran track and cross country in college and afterwards, I mean, you know, through medical school and even residency, you know, just literally taking months off and being able whatever to go and run three miles, 3.1 miles and like at 17 minutes, you know, really wasn't that big of a deal for me just because I just had that ability to do that. And I kind of rested on my laurels. And once I became, you know, an attending and started working on all these other things, all of that stuff went out the window. So I've learned that if you're going to be passionate about other things alongside medicine, please be careful. Make sure that you do things in moderation. Make sure that you're really intentional about taking care of your personal health. So now I have made sure that I try to be as intentional as possible, just like, you know, what I do in the hospital and all the things that I'm doing outside of the hospital in order for me to succeed in those different things. Physical health is just as important. And let me even add mental health also is just as important as all those other aspects that I'm working on right now. So right now I am dedicating 15 minutes three days a week. I know that's small. I know it's paltry, but for me, that works right now. 
And I'm even changing my sleeping pattern where I'm going to bed around 11 o'clock, waking up around 4.30, 5 o'clock. I'll talk to you more about this in the future. Pretty nice episode that I'm going to be talking about my new changing and sleep pattern. But I'm going to be doing all that stuff just to kind of make sure that physical health and mental health is really, really important. Another thing that I did not really take into account, another mistake that I made was not really thinking about having a passion project. And then when the passion project takes off, you know, how it relates to real work. And what I mean by that is, you know, this podcast, you know, it just started off as a passion project. I really thought that this was something that a couple of friends would listen to and maybe they would share it through social media. But I didn't expect that it'd be something that people would want me to come back and put out an episode on a weekly basis. And now some people are even saying more than that. So stay tuned. That day will be coming very soon. But doing something like that where you have a full day's worth of work and then being able to think about what episode you're going to come out with, who you're going to interview, a lot of that stuff takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of energy. And going from one nine to five and switching to another nine to five, which is your non-traditional career, sometimes can be just as bad as whatever you were doing that you're trying to get away from, right? For me, I wasn't trying to get away from my job. I just wanted to express my passion of wanting to talk to other people and get those stories out. But if you don't have a system, which I didn't have initially, I didn't have anybody editing my episodes. I didn't have anybody contacting guests. I didn't have anybody working on my website. All of that stuff was done you know, all by moi. And I'm talking about like fairly recently, I decided to get a virtual assistant slash editing company to help me with my podcast episodes. But yeah, all of that stuff was done by me. So we're talking about, you know, <laughs> literally just working like a dog trying to get these things out. And don't forget, you know, all the other things that me and my wife have going for us from a business standpoint and just from a family standpoint, it's just really hard to balance that stuff. It's great when you know, nobody's expecting from you. But then when people are expecting from you and then you have people who want to sponsor the show, companies want to sponsor the show, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did I really bargain for this? Now, I'm not complaining. I just want people to really understand that this is not me complaining. This is just me saying that it's really important to make sure that you have a contingency plan for whatever you are doing decides to blow up. You need to make sure that you have and you really work on and you're very intentional about building systems that can either automate your work or at least take you out of the micromanaging so you can focus more on that 30,000 foot view. At least that's how it works for me. (laughs) My wife tells me oftentimes, you know, that I'm the type of person who needs to come up with the ideas and then I need someone else who can say, okay, look, idea A is going to need plan one, plan 1.2, all the way down to whatever it is just to get the things working. I can think of the ideas, but I really trying to get from point A to point Z is very difficult for me to visualize. So for me, I've decided to have a project manager as well as a virtual assistant help me with managing the local tenants company, which is doing very well, as well as with the podcast. And also at the same time, I'm going to be honest with you, we've also incorporated that into our personal lives and it has paid off dividends. And this is nothing that you can measure in money. This is, you know, spending more time with my family, us spending more time with each other, spending more time with my child, spending more time with my extended family. You know, it's just literally understanding the concept that I'm sure you all have heard of 
effective income versus actual income, right? And we can talk about that on another show, but you get the point, right? If I'm making $50,000 versus someone who's making $100,000, but that person who makes $100,000 is only able to have maybe one weekend off a year versus the one who makes $50,000 is able to have about, let's say, six weeks off. Like, Who's really enjoying their income, right? And I'll leave that up to you all to decide, but I know my answer. You know, it's really important to build systems so that you can really focus on what you're really passionate about and make sure that whatever your new non-traditional lifestyle or whatever it is that you're doing outside the box, you remain passionate about that. And then it doesn't end up basically becoming handcuffs for you just the same way your primary job is. So just be careful about that. Here are some quick updates. Just to let you know, anybody who's in the New York area, who's a fan of the show, who listens to the show, I'm going to be in the NYC for a couple of days. If you all want to get together and have a quick meetup, meet up in Brooklyn or Manhattan or what have you, we can make it happen. Please hit me up via email or even by social media. I'm going to be at Feminem Idea Exchange. That's right, organization that you heard from Dr. Dara Cass. So the Idea Exchange or Fix 18 is going to be in New York. And I got invited to speak about being a doc outside the box and how important podcasting has played a role in that. So my talk is going to be on October 17th, but the conference is from October 16th to the 18th. So I hope to see many of you all there. I think this is a phenomenal conference. This is something that I wanted to get involved with initially, but I just wasn't cool like that initially. So I guess I fit the bill this time. So I got invited, but I hope you all can come. If you can't come, if you can't attend, please follow and support Feminem at Feminem Tweets on Twitter. Also, yo, so I also just got back from FinCon in Orlando. Obviously, that's the largest conference dedicated to personal finance. And me and my wife went, we left our son at home, and we had an amazing time. So look, although this show is about docs who are doing extraordinary things outside of medicine, there is obviously a component of personal finance to this show, right? In order to have that lifestyle where you can just have this you know, amazing life outside of medicine. You got to make sure that your finances are in order. You got to make sure that your loans are at least, you know, to a certain point where they're not, you know, causing you to have to go to work all the time, right? Like we've all been there. If you're there, trust me, I've been there. Keep hope alive. There is light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> Listen to my previous episodes. But yeah, there's a component of personal finance and I get to weave that into every episode now and then. So that's why I went because I just want to see what's the newest, what's the greatest of what's going on in the personal finance world. And also at the same time, I wanted to meet you know, some of the people that like, I admire. I wanted to meet some of my colleagues in the personal finance world. I got a chance to meet bloggers, vloggers, podcasters from every walk of life. It was really amazing. These guys, I mean, men, women from all walks of life are just doing really amazing things, not just with educating the public on personal finance, but also at the same time, what they're doing with growing their brand, what they're doing with sponsorship, what they're doing with systems. I was just taking notes, man. I was just literally a blank canvas and I went there just taking notes, collecting cards and champagneing and campaigning <laughs> with as much people as possible. And what I was really surprised about is there are so many doctors who are there. If you are a physician and you're interested in personal finance and whether or not you are writing about personal finance, if you're just interested in it, I recommend that you go down next year and go check it out. I forget where it's going to be. I think it's going to be in the Northeast. I can't remember. I'll have to 
put that in the show notes. But there were so many doctors who were there. They were ready to talk. They were sharing notes. Like I said, I don't really speak much about personal finance in my show, but it was really cool to really talk to them about all the different things that they're doing with their podcast and see them interact with people who aren't physicians. And it's just a really, really phenomenal opportunity. And I was really impressed by all of them. I also got a chance to meet heavy hitters like Ty and Talit from His and Her Money. I met Joe Saul Cihai from Stacking Benjamins, met up with Paula Pant with Afford Anything, met up with Jamila Soufrant, who I am really, really hoping I can get her on my show. She hosts a podcast, Journey to Launch, which all of the podcasts or the people that I mentioned before, you need to be following them right now, but please make sure you take a look at them, you shout them out and you go and support them. As well as Nick Loper, who was one of the first podcasts that I listened to. He hosts Side Hustle Nation. I got to meet all of these people and I was just, you know, really floored at one, you know, just the amount of success that they're having, but also how humble they are when you come up to them and meet them. There's no like, they don't have any bodyguards. They're not like, they don't give you the look like, hey, you know, could we end this conversation quick? You know, they just really are down to earth people. Each and every one of them is, they are very down to earth. And, you know, I really learned a lot from them. So that's pretty much it, guys. You know, I just wanted to share this update with you, update 4.0, my 40th birthday, and wanted to let you all know about, you know, some of the mistakes that I make, as well as let you know where I'm going to be this week in New York speaking. Like I said, if this episode resonated with you, if you know anybody else who can benefit from this episode, please go ahead and share this episode with them. If you feel like, man, like Dr. Darko, Ni was talking to me, go ahead and hit me up with, you know, a comment through Twitter, share this with Instagram, tag me on Facebook, send me an email, let me know how you feel. Let me know what's good. And if you want, send me a message and I'll read it out on the next show. Also, don't forget on the website on docsotb.com, if you go to the right-hand side, there is a tab called SpeakPipe. Make sure you click that if you want to leave me a voicemail or you don't feel like typing things out. I'm not the best typer, so that's why I do everything through my podcast. But if you're that same type of person, go ahead and leave me a message and let me know how I'm doing on the show or let me know whatever your thoughts are, whether it's good or bad. Also, one last thing that I wanted to let people know about. This is something that I haven't been talking much about, but is something that I've been planning for the past year and I'm ready to talk more about it. I actually have a beta group that I am unveiling and it's about podcasting. If you want to know more about podcasting, if you want to amplify your voice, if you want to have more weight in your community, if you want to be taken more seriously, obviously podcasting is one of the best and cheapest and most efficient ways to get your voice out there. So I have a beta group that I'll be coming out with. It's going to be called 10 Days to Podcasting. So make sure you go and check out 10daystopodcasting.com. I'm taking a very small amount of people who I'm taking through a beta group. And we're talking about everything related to podcasting, teaching you the basics of podcasting, how to start a podcast, how to get a guest, as well as by the end of the 10 days, you'll have five episodes and you'll be ready to go. You'll be ready to rock. (laughs) This is a boot camp. This is for people who are ready. This is for people who have an idea about what they want to talk about, what kind of podcast they want to put out there. And this is a way to really get focused. So once again, if you're really interested, go ahead and check out 10daystopodcasting.com. That's 10 days to 
TOPodcasting.com. And that's it, guys. I'm going to check you all out on the next episode. But before I jet, remember one thing. We only got one life. Let's make it count and live outside the box. Peace.